Hi. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever, whatever you are, uh, who's are watching this video. Uh, from my side, uh, hello, how are you? Uh, gee, uh, I am Sudra Naim from Saiwal, and uh, this is Connecting the World program. This interview series is sponsored by Rehan Foundation and Institute of Peace. Today, my guest is Sabina from Belgium. And uh, she is a psychologist, the amazing thing is. And uh, she is related to yoga. And, uh, you know, it's, she's doing a lot of things related to yoga and integrated the lots of things uh, <clears throat> with yoga as well as she's working in, in the spiritual things and uh, the peace. And she's doing a lot of work for humanity, for mind peace. So... Uh, she's my guest today, and I'm very glad she's sharing. Uh, she's sharing screen with us. So over to you, uh, Sabina. How are you? Hi, uh, I'm fine. I am uh, happy that we managed to find a moment to talk. Um, I'm currently reading a lot of articles, uh, also on anthropology, and yeah, now I'm talking to you. Oh, that's great. But uh, please, I request to you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, for better understanding, for better knowing about yourself. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a psychologist, as you said. I am uh, solution-focused psychologist, so I see clients with stress, burnout, anxiety, uh, marital issues, all of those things. And um, that's what I do uh, for a living. Besides that, I also continue studying, as you said. I, uh, I'm also a yoga teacher. I mostly use that with my clients, so one-on-one. -on -one. I give a few tips and recommendations how to um, feel more relaxed, have a healthy back, all of those things. And now I'm studying also anthropology to have a wider perspective. So that's why I was saying I was reading articles on that. Besides that, I'm also uh, a lot into permaculture gardening. So that's something you will hear me talk about also quite frequently. That's that's really great. But uh, the interesting thing uh, in my coming in my mind, uh, why you choose the subject? And have you any interest uh, before uh, uh, your university or before uh, your college and uh, you just plan for yourself, I want to become a psychologist, I'm going for uh, other people, I'm working for consultancy or uh, peace of mind? Well, actually, I had some interest in psychology before. I didn't exactly know I was going to study it. I just happened to often find people around me that needed some help, some support. So I tended to do that and to support people the way I could, but I was very frustrated. I didn't know how to do that properly. Sometimes when you try to help someone and you don't know what to do, you can make things worse. Um, and I think that's when my interest in psychology emerged and I studied um, the course then and I, I had chance that I immediately had a place I could work in stress level and I learned um, most of the things you learn actually after you study psychology when you work with people when you study a therapy course that's the moment you really learn what works and what doesn't work for people Bravely. 
okay <clears throat> my next question is uh, about your subject related to your integrated things with yoga so uh, how you deal uh, with people uh, in your polyclinic or in your session or uh, the other areas gives us peace of mind of your client so how you tackle the things uh, it really depends some people are very open for yoga and they are very interested from the beginning to learn some breathing techniques some easy stretches some you know uh, something that they can immediately work with and others they are very convinced that all their problems are purely um cognitive so they want to think about it but it's very hard and nicest because that um be too um pushy of me so it depends of what someone is asking of me generally um, every session there would be uh, about two maybe three exercises they could be some uh, exercises on meditation they could just be observation exercise they could be yoga and then we build upon that until people have some tools they can use at home so i'm not really giving yoga sessions in the sense of one hour session where you just come into yoga and then you go away i'm more interested in uh, personal practice what you do at home uh, so that people really have things they feel comfortable with doing on their own every day that's i think very important okay so uh before you any other person who's who uh, in your family who are working on uh this field and uh, if not so who's your inspiration well i had the chance that indeed my mother was already doing yoga for a very long time and she motivated me. Yeah, we're going together with my sister and my mother to classes. And it was very nice. So for a while, we're doing every week uh, yoga by ourselves. And it was a very good class where we really relaxed. And then I was like, oh, I really want to study more about this. And there was a book at home, a little red book. I don't remember the title. There was one whole yoga sequence explained in it. And I just, you know taught myself to do that one sequence and I did it every day uh, at that time twice a day which I don't do it that much anymore but then it was amazing because I felt so much lighter so much more focused I could handle the world much better and then I thought you know this is really something for me I think this can be useful to use in therapy I'm going to do a yoga teacher training and I'm going to use this in my therapy and since then it's just naturally um has a place in my sessions and most people really appreciate that point of view also many people also they tend to follow yoga classes additionally where they go once a week and they do their um, yoga session there and then at home they do i don't know five or ten minutes uh, in the morning or in the evening they do some additional exercise sorry oh Uh, here is a lots of uh, wrong concept related to yoga so i just want to know i will just uh, ask a few question related to yoga the one my work my first question is re related to yoga is uh, which is a good time for do yoga almost well, uh, it's important not to have a full stomach 
that's the essential thing if you've just eaten you will really not feel well if you're doing some intensive stretches so that's the most important thing you can do some um you know some asanas some this will be fine if you just lie down on your bed and you do some very relaxed easy um uh, poses that will be fine but if you are going to do some more intensive things you really need to make sure that you've at least had two hours uh, since eating besides that it really depends on the person it can be very nice to do it in the morning to wake up to sort of um yeah wake up your muscles make sure you're starting the day uh, in a nice fashion but I also have a lot of people that enjoy it in the evening before they go to sleep because then you will be more relaxed, deeper, more restorative sleep. So I think those are very good times. And besides that, I also recommend just five minutes in between your doing the entire day of work and focus to a little break to do some breathing exercises, some easy stretches, nothing difficult, but just to have a break and to refresh yourself a little bit. I don't know if that is uh, the way you would also see it. Oh, great. So, uh, I just know about this, uh, when and how we just uh, ready our body to initial level to the next level yoga, stretching things or flexibility. uh so i didn't completely grasp the question when is the best time for flexibility or what's was exactly the, yeah you know uh in in yoga have some uh initial things to uh breath in breath out and uh the very beginning things are very beginning steps a small steps after the beginning steps how we uh and how we can uh extend our body flexibility and uh, jump in the next level of the flexibility in the in the yoga things or uh, or uh, other stretching things and other yoga postures as well okay yeah yeah okay i see what you mean so how can you go to the next level after you've just done some warming up and you've got some basic idea of what you can do well what's very important is to start with easy stretches and go to more difficult ones if you're going to do something very a very deep stretch without proper uh, preparation you run a lot you can have injuries so most injuries are while you're getting into the pose so you also have to really make sure you know the steps don't try a pose that's too difficult without knowing the in between so what would be an example um Yes, certainly everything with the back is very important for people that have back issues. Don't start and go do something very, um, where you will, uh, will very much way. So you have to build it up slowly and start with the easy exercises and every time go a little bit further without forcing your you're not supposed to have pain you can feel discomfort but if you feel pain then you know you're doing something wrong that's very important to know because many people they think ah it's supposed to feel uh, like that if i feel pain it's that i'm um, i'm getting more flexible but you're probably getting yourself into an hernia and that's never healthy Oh, uh, like me, I'm a very lazy person. 
especially uh, for my health for my uh, fitness so any motivated thing for me and like other other ladies who love to do uh, who love to do something for her body or shape the body but uh, they need some motivation they need some uh, you know spark to do something so what do you think that how we can convince and how we can uh, motivate ourselves to uh, focus on uh, this thing yes that's always the, the key point uh, how do you motivate yourself to do it it's not an easy question because you have to do some efforts that's the whole point um, generally what helps is to have a easy reachable goal if you say oh, okay so I'll be able to do um, a split made a split extreme but I want to get better at the split that almost everyone knows get more flexibility in your legs and then you can say okay so this is something if I do it every day and I do two three postures that improve uh, flexibility there then me in about two three weeks time we will really see a difference and that helps the motivation is when you see progress if you do a lot of different things and you don't have this goal then sometimes it can feel as if you're not progressing so doing the same exercise for a longer period can help you to see uh, real differences and it doesn't have to be like that you can also say okay i just want to learn something i think looks spectacular i want to stand on my head okay so if you say that looks really cool and that looks like fun then you have to do the preparation exercises and you've got some preparation exercise where you just already place your hands and you place them in a triangle with your head and you start to balance your weight on your head without getting your feet into the air and then you know you balance on your elbows so you put your legs on your elbows in the air and then you only do that and when you do that you know you're building up into something and that's something that can be really motivating another thing is to visualize how relaxed and how comfortable you will feel after doing these few exercises because often even 10 minutes can make a huge difference in your difference in your day and quite often if you ask people oh yeah you do yoga you do half an hour a day or you do you know sometimes one hour then one hour then they say but i don't have the time for that i don't know when i will do that people are just too busy for that so then okay that's fine start with five minutes or even two minutes a day and build it up the next day okay you do three minutes and you will see that if you have these reachable small goals and they're not too big steps, then you will easily get to the next one. And then you will start to feel proud and see the progress and you continue doing it. I'm just going to change that question's direction. Uh, the, the next question is related to your profession, how uh, you are using a psychological skill with yoga for your patients, for your clients? I'm using a psychological skill. Um, yeah, I think there are many psychological benefits of doing yoga. Uh, you get more focus, you get more uh, control over your emotions, you are able to organize better, you're going to you know have a better idea what you want to do with your day and many things will just naturally fall into place once you are becoming more aware of them once you're having a better physical state 
your mental state will improve. Uh, that's how I also tell it to my clients. I say, okay, uh, we can work on different uh, aspects. They will all lead to the same results. So you, you have to say which one you prefer. Do you prefer writing things down and thinking about them? Or do you prefer little actions and moving and doing stretches and doing that and thinking about... There's also something we do with yoga. It's thinking about intentions, thinking about what do I want to achieve with this? Do I want to feel more at ease? Do I want to be um, more focused, what do you want to get out of that? And when you get farther into yoga, you can also know, okay, these are the exercises I do to improve my concentration, to focus, to energize. These are the exercises I do to calm down, to rest, to um, regroup, to make sure that I'm ready for whichever thing comes next. And then you, you start to Say, okay, so this is goal. I was five or ten minutes and I will have a better day for the rest of the day. Is that oh, what you oh, wanted to know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Next question again uh, from yoga. You know, uh, some uh, some people are saying that during yoga we are uh, connecting with spiritual things we are connecting with god we are connecting with um, direct to to our creature to our uh, to our person who just give us peace so is it related that it is true we are sitting in a in a calm posture as just like a meditation uh, and meditation change our life temporarily or permanently uh, yeah, meditation is something that has certainly long-term effects and that has been uh, proven in scientific studies. So when you do meditation, even for a course for a few weeks and you do it just a few minutes a day, it will have lasting results, certainly. Uh, and it, it, it depends also what you want to achieve with it and the way you do it. I know that there are people and they are not ready at that moment to do meditation and they are feeling very anxious because they, they are so focused on all their thoughts and they feel their thoughts racing with them. And for those people, it's easier to first do just some stretches, some asanas to, to focus on that part of yoga. And when you're ready, when you're feeling at ease, when you have um, enough uh, stability then it's the moment for meditation it's the moment to do those exercises and then you go indeed to the next level and you can start to get a better idea of what's important for you where you want to go where you feel connected to what are your you know your your drives and you will notice those small fluctuations in your moods you will notice um you know, also that connectedness, the things that I hear from people that do yoga more for more longer time, those that start with it, it's of cope with the world, able to survive. And then when you continue, you, you're, you're more focused on thriving and focusing, okay, where do I belong here? What do I want to do with this time I have? Or what will be meaningful for me? And yeah, that's certainly important to also focus on that when the time is right again the question is about tantrum about anxiety depression 
So how we can control? What's what's your suggest as all of uh, your all of my uh, viewers and other people who's are watching this video after this? So uh, any tip how we can control our uh, tantrum? How we can uh, control our anxiety or depression things uh, with other activity or with with yoga as well as any psychological activities. Okay, so control anxiety and depression. Well, I don't think you just need to control it. I think you can really change your 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 basic mood sets. Uh, the, the most important thing to know is that it goes to gradual change. You're not going to change things from one day to the next with some magical thing. What you're going to do is if every day you spend a little bit of time of reflect, on reflecting what works for me, what do I need, what, what do I feel better with, what's, uh, what, what went well today, what did I do for myself. If you ask these kind of questions, you're starting to use your resources and to direct them into the direction you want to feel more stable, to feel more calm, to feel more confident. And you can feel more confident uh, by doing yoga because yoga, not only it helps to feel more calm, but also more confident because it improves your posture. It improves your um your way of being aware of what you're doing. They say that the most important part of yoga is what you do outside of the yoga mat. And that's really true. So if you use those aspects, if you do yoga and the moment you're practicing doing those asanas, you think, okay, I want to feel more confident. And you do some, some stretches that help you for that, help you for your posture, uh, challenge you a little bit. And then during the day, you can think back on that and say, okay, yeah, I, I will do, I will think about my posture. I will sit straight, I will sit confidently. And then in the night you can say, okay, how did that feel? What worked? When did I really feel a little bit more confident? When did I really feel a little bit more relaxed? And by that you are changing your micro habits. All those little, little things you do, how you sit on a chair, how you start a conversation, how you walk into a room. And it's not one thing you change, but it's a thousand little things during the day and you make them into a new habit. And then after a while you will notice, oh, I'm actually feeling fine. I'm feeling uh, in control. In control. Uh, I'm feeling confident. Amazing. Amazing. So, uh... Again, um, is it important to to come out your old uh, old thoughts and uh, any massive thing happening with us in past? So how the how yoga and the psychology or bring me out from, or bring me out from this pathetic condition? Uh, if I understood it correctly, you're asking how we can deal with past um, negative events, maybe traumatic events, how we can uh, cope with that. Yeah, uh, so from yoga, there are certainly some things you do. I think it will be more stabilization 
and um, meaning, finding meaning that you do with yoga. I think with meditation in itself, I, I'm using them separately to, to, to show that the physical part of the asanas and the meditation is mostly used differently here. Um, most people do yoga here, do the asanas and not meditation, it's seen as separate, even though it isn't, but still. Uh, meditation, uh, I've got, where is that book? Uh, there is a little book, um, Meditations for Loss. It, it's, uh, I, I could send it in the link later. There are meditations that you do when you've had some loss in the past, when you have had something um, that happened to you and you have to work through that. Uh, and those are very specific uh, scripts you can speak into, uh, speak for yourself. They, you, you can read, you can listen to, and you can reflect on um, on a different way because you're not going to do it very cognitively. You're more going to experience it and um, trying to fill it with senses and not so much with um, the words and the thoughts. Uh, another thing you can do is just uh, something that's not specifically from yoga, but I'm going here just into other techniques you have. And that is to really work through trauma with some form of tapping. What you're going to do is you're going to say, okay, so I have this thing and I get very emotional about it. And uh, when that happens, and you, you just say to yourself, okay, what is this number? You could say a number from... Um, zero to ten you say okay i've got an eight i feel very very anxious about this you say the number to afterwards see the difference then you do a form of tapping i'm going to show you two forms wait just into put my camera that you can see is you do it like this you're going to this is a butterfly and what you're doing is you almost give yourself a hug and it, it, it tricks your brain into using a different part, um, a different pathway, a pathway that's not uh, the traumatic network. You're going to activate another network and you're going to literally walk through that event. Another thing you can do and that's more called the gorilla. How is it called? I can also send it in the link. It's it's a it's a really that's uh, about the trauma tapping uh, technique, and it's uh, more with gorilla tapping. It's this one. <laughs> it sounds really weird to do tapping, and most people think it looks so weird. But you just have to try that one. When you're feeling very emotional, when you're feeling very over your limit, this is something that just works with your more uh, emotional, more primitive parts of your brain and helps your 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 um, whole system to calm down. And so these are techniques that are used uh, in uh, areas where there's a, uh, regions where there's a lot of war, where there's a lot of conflict, where people need something really fast to just function properly again. And it's been proven that it's uh, really helps people in different circumstances in a matter of days or weeks. So yeah, it's clear how you can use that and that people can really try it for themselves like this. Thank you for this trick. These tricks and these tricks, two tricks are very, it, it will be very productive for all of us. 
uh, who's are dealing with depression, who's are dealing with uh, all trauma. So it's a very helpful and it is really great help from your side to others. Uh, in the end, uh, any message from my audience uh, as a psychologist, as a, as a yoga teacher, uh, how we can how we can live our life happily? Well, my main message is, is that change is already happening. And the only thing you have to do is notice it and reinforce the good things you're doing. And those little things you're doing throughout today, um, they really can build up to big change and to feel a lot better. You don't have to change big things. A lot of little things is effective enough and faster. That would be my main message. Thank you. Thank you, Sabina. Thank you for your time, for your messaging, for sharing your information, concerns with us, and sharing your um, speciality, your tricks with us. Thank you. Uh, it will change our lives in the future, if, inshallah, inshallah. So I'm very happy and I'm very glad you're sharing your screen with us and sharing time uh, with my audience. So God bless you and keep in touch with us. And I really want to disturb you again and again because I really want to work on, on the yoga skills for myself personally. But I am very poor. I haven't any idea which is the beginning steps and which is the end step and how we can uh, gradually, how we can extend our flexibility. So this is another concern. But I'm very thankful to you for your time, for your concern, for your uh, emotionally attachment with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your good questions. You. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for watching this video and showing your interest to messages, comments, and images. Take care about this. Uh, I learned and we learn about yoga and psychology uh, today. So please share this video in different groups. Thank you. Uh, I'll catch you later with the new guest. Thank you. Take care. Allah